This is Don't Panic, episode number 371, recorded September 18th, 2023. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, and of course, you. I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always uh, by two guys who now come with 48 megapixels. It's Dan Miller and Colby Rabideau. Good evening, gentlemen. I probably do not come with 40 megapixels with this what this built-in Apple webcam. <laughs> well, I think uh, I didn't. I uh, yeah. How many megapixels is the Apple Studio Display webcam? Like well, I was going to say I know that the human eye is 576 megapixels. Twelve. Wow. This is <laughs> the Apple okay. Studio Display is a 12 megapixel camera. Damn. Yeah, that's brutal. You know, I've never used that thing where where you can make your phone be your computer camera, but it does turn on all the time in my pocket when I'm trying to. <laughs> oh, that's I'm really funny to, to use my regular webcam. Yeah. Really? That has never happened to me. When I wanted it to, because I, I did it one episode for the show and it was great, actually. The quality was great, yeah. but I could never get it to work again. It just would never sync up properly. I, I don't know how I would even do it. Like, does it work with I I thought I knew you could do it with FaceTime, but does it work with any? It just shows up as a camera. For any app. Wow. But I was doing it corded over USB-C and it just wouldn't it just would sometimes would recognize it and sometimes wouldn't. I don't know if it's gotten better. Well, you know, based on things we know, uh, that was probably wouldn't that might not be too slow. For 1080p, I guess it's probably fine because those are USB 2 speeds over your your little USB-C to lightning cable. Oh, yeah. My sad, sad little lightning cable. Sad, cables. outdated. <laughs> it's too It's go, uh, going the way of the... <laughs> you know, it's going to be funny because now if you... Although this hasn't happened in a few years. You know, we used to go to a hotel and they'd have like the iHome alarm clock with the 30 pin. Now it's going to be like that with lightning in a couple of years where you're like, oh, they still have lightning here? I don't know. I feel like I still go yeah. to hotels and they have the 30 pin connection. <laughs> Sometimes. Run. Do not stay at that hotel. If it still is 30 pin, that place has not been thoroughly cleaned or renovated in a very long time. I would not stay there. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know you can fun. still buy a 30 pin to USB cable on apple.com? That's awesome. And I hope they continue to sell that because I'm sure there's somebody out there still using their iPod video. 20 bucks. Um, well, here's another thing I learned recently. We're just jumping right into it. I'm pretty sure I read that, and I'm trying to verify this on, on the Internet Science site right now, that the lightning connector was around, has been around for longer than the 30-pin connector. Yeah. Feels right. Yes. Isn't that what history is? Feeling right? Yes, the 30-pin connector, Lightning came out in 2012. The 30-pin connector came out in 2003. And so Lightning made it 11 years. Well, maybe we start with the sad news first. Lightning is dead. Yeah. I mean, that's... Pour one out. I I, I got to say, I mean, let's be real here for a second. Lightning was a damn good connector. There was was only one of it. It was certainly better than the 30-pin Went in both ways. Yeah. Both directions. It, it, it was reliable. It was predictable. There were plenty of accessories and cables that supported it. Um, damn, it was. It, we didn't know how good we had it. 
Yeah. I, I mean, I, I knew how good I had it because I started on Android. Um, mm-hmm. and that sweet, sweet mini USB. Wait, was the 30 pin connector also reversible or no? Now I can't mm-hmm. remember. I think it was only one way. And maybe it was only one way. Yeah. Um, it was mm-hmm. certainly much easier to connect. I guess the 30 pin connector had like the, the icon on one side. So you knew how to plug it in. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Now I'm, yeah, I'm looking at the like photo of the dock, the 30 pin connector. It's definitely not symmetrical. So yeah, it must've only gone in one way, but because it was so big, it was actually easier to plug in than micro USB, which was what I had on Android phones. And so then I moved from that to the 30 pin connector with the iPhone 4S, I think. Um, and it was actually much easier. And then, yeah, lightning was great. And I think the first lightning thing I had was actually, oh, no, never mind. It was a phone. I take it all back. Yeah, very exciting. Wow. It was a great connector. But I am excited to, I would be excited. I'm excited for my eventual future of not having to carry around lightning cables anymore, except Lena has not upgraded uh, mm-hmm. and will not be upgrading until her phone explodes. Um, so it'll be a couple more years before I can fully divest okay. myself from lightning. Does now how old, how, how many generations is her phone? Could you just switch to wireless charging? Yes, that is true. She has a wireless charging capable phone. That's a good point. Good point. I don't I don't like bringing the, the I've never done it, but I can't imagine that I would like bringing a MagSafe charger because it is pretty bulky. Mm. Um, but I have a problem right now also because like one other cool feature is the is it standby mode, the thing where it like goes into the you connect it to MagSafe and it has a special view. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a nightstand. And so I have been noticing that the only place and what I should probably do, what I should do is put the phone far away from the bed. And I think that's what I'm going to start doing. And I'm going to use standby mode as the carrot to get me to do that. Because if I have a MagSafe charger on my bed, it gets very hot. It's a little concerning. Um, Dan, can I make you a pitch? Yes. Because this just struck me like a bolt of lightning. You have got to get like one of these, an articulating arm you mount to the wall <laughs> next to your bed. And on the end of it is just the MagSafe circle. Like, and a, how like this. cool is Yes. And so it can <laughs> pop out from the wall and you can just smack your phone on it. Right. And then you kind of move it around. Like, even if you want to like sit in bed and watch something on the phone, you could put it in front of you and it'll just sort of hang there while you're sleeping. Well, I will never forget when I saw, uh, I didn't see this firsthand, but I saw a photo. Someone showed me a photo of their freshman dorm room in college at Marist. Mm-hmm. And they had zip tied a LCD monitor to the underside of the bunked bed on top of them so they That's could lay in bed and watch, quote, watch TV um, on your computer. And that that has really stuck with me. Like I haven't seen a product that uh, provides that innovation yet. But now, the, your idea is better, Sean, because then if you if you know you get tired of laying on your back, you could move to the side, rotate the arm. Yeah. Well, 
marketing. You've got the marketing chops. I I can see this being advertised (laughs) on TV. This exists. I guarantee you, go on Amazon, go on (laughs) Alibaba, whatever. It exists. This is a thing. There's no way I invented this. I refuse to believe. I'm just not that smart. Uh, yeah, guys, we're we're obviously uh, tiptoeing around here. We might as well dive in uh, feet first. Last week was Apple's, uh, what was it, Wanderlust? Was that the the name of this particular announcement? Yes, their Wanderlust um, fall event uh, where they announced a bunch of new hardware. Uh, guys, if you want to just dive in, we can start with the phones and, and bring ourselves around to some other accessories, if that's all right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, let's start with the iPhone 15. Um, again, this is your uh, non-pro models, the 15 and the 15 Plus, starting at $799 for the 15, $899 for the 15 Plus, available on uh, September 22nd, the end of this week, uh, for pre-order. Uh, what's new? We kind of hit on the big one. USB-C. Um, in general, the phones kind of look the same otherwise, the same 6.1 and 6.7-inch displays. Um, the other this big the thing non-pro. that came, this is the non-pro. So you're getting yep. USB-C and coming from the pro will be the dynamic Island. So it's getting bumped down. Um, it's that cutout at the top, uh, that first debuted on the 14 pro, uh, to see notification. It also has the same OLED super retina display, uh, with Dolby vision that the pro had last time around. Um, the other big improvement is the 48 megapixel, uh, camera up from the 12 megapixel one found on the previous iPhone 14. There's also a 12 megapixel ultra wide that's capable of telephoto. There's also improvements in the software, night mode, live photos, action mode. Uh, the front camera now has autofocus and portrait lighting. Um, so a lot of big improvements to the camera. Uh, it also has the A16 chip. That's one more than the A15 chip. Uh, they say it has a bigger battery and also the new second generation second generation ultra wideband chip uh, improving connectivity to other devices that are further away um, for features like find my do we oh so we know that that's all the ultra wideband chip thing does does the um uh non-pro iphone get the always taking um portrait mode photo feature do you know what i'm talking about uh, they, for no. one of the phones, they announced the feature where, uh, you know how now you can go, you opened up the camera app and you can swipe over to portrait mode and it looks different. Mm-hmm. Any photo you take can be made portrait mode retroactively. And I don't know if that's a pro feature yes. or, and they brought it to the 15 portraits in pro, uh, portraits in photo mode. Nice. That's cool. Yep. Cause I never remember to do it. I never remember to do it. And even when I do it, uh, it does take longer because I have to like open it up, swipe over. It takes a little while to initialize. So I'm excited to have this. And one thing I think I noticed is because um, I was playing around with my home screen. Now the new iOS thing is out or lock screen. And, you know, like I've been I've noticed over the past year that I have my home screen set to show photos. And I'm like, hey, just pick photos of nature and cities and animals. Um and it never did the thing that I thought it did where it would like hide the time partially obscured like behind the the subject or something like that. Mm. And then today I noticed that it, it did do that for one of them. And I think it was because that was a photo taken with portrait mode. 
and it only does it for photos taken with portrait mode. But now I wonder if it will do it with all photos because it always has all the data, which would be pretty cool. Right. So now your only challenge is to go about reproducing all of your favorite photos. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Love that. Nice. Did you talk about the action button already? No, we haven't got to the pro yet. You're getting ahead of us here. We're still on on iPhone regular. I had a very stubborn Uh, eyelash in my eye. I couldn't get it out. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're glad. Colby's like the A16 Pro. He's just zooming ahead right now of the competition. (laughs) Uh, I am excited for the 48 megapixel lens and all these photo features because I do as great. I have a 12 iPhone 12 and I find the pictures to be lackluster. And I'm glad they're bringing some of this to the I mean, the Pro has always been the photography phone. And we'll talk about that in a second. Um, But it is nice that they're bumping these features down when they really don't have to totally so it's a good looking phone uh we certainly could talk about the pro co- listen these are pro guys and in a second after we talk about the pro, i'm going to ask if you guys upgraded and if so to what but uh in addition to the 15 uh we have the 15 pro and the pro max um same size as 6.1 inch and 6.7 inch on the pl- on the max uh, starting at $999 and $1,199, respectively, available for pre-order this Friday. Uh, both are powered by an A17 Pro chip, which Apple says has the fastest performance of any phone. It could even challenge PCs. Um, they have USB-C. Uh, in addition, uh, it's also the first phone with 10 gigabyte per second transfer speeds um, made possible through the new USB-C. But really, the big new stuff's exclusive to the Pro line is a stronger enclosure made of titanium, uh, which they say is will take more abuse. So it's got a nice kind of shiny exterior to it. Uh, it comes in uh, four colors, a white, black, blue and natural, which is sort of a metallic gray, but like a subtle metallic gray. Um and as Colby mentioned, the action button. Uh, no more ringer switch on the side. It says a button you can use to customize to run shortcuts, bring up certain features, open the camera, turn on the flashlight. Totally customizable. By default, it's still a ringer switch. But you can program it to do whatever you like. I will also add um, that they have Super Retina XDR displays with ProMotion. Um, and uh, there's a ton of camera updates. Not only that 48 megapixel camera, uh, but they have uh, more optical zoom, more focal lengths. Uh, 4K 60 frame per second ProRes video that can shoot directly to an external drive through USB-C. It can also capture spatial video, uh, which we first heard about when they talked about Vision Pro shooting videos in 3D um, using the multiple lenses on there. That Holy, last... You... Oh, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, after you. That last thing is the thing I'm most excited about. I... I did not think that we were going to get that this year because of Apple being so secretive and everything, right? I was like, what are the chances that they coordinated with this whole other group of people to bring this feature to the iPhone, which which can produce media that can only be viewed on an unannounced device? Like, no chance. <laughs> That'll be next year, um, which is a bummer. Uh but because from what I've like, that's one of those things you read the reviews of the people who try the Vision Pro. That's one of those things like, you know, 
the the video was pretty hokey, but the actual thing is pretty incredible. Uh, and I think that's going to, if that's true, I think that's going to sell them a lot of headsets because like people would spend thousands of dollars in the 90s on these giant shoulder mounted camcorders, right? So people are willing to go to ridiculous lengths uh, to take videos anyway. So I was like, there are some set of people who are going to buy the Vision Pro just to take the whatever they call them, spatial photos or or whatever. Um, but if you can do that on an iPhone, uh I think that's going to sell even more because like I have all these photos and I can't view them. Um, so that's, that's pretty cool. Now, do you think, yeah, like, I, are I, you I, able to, Oh, go ahead. Are you, can you look at a 3d photo on an iPhone? Like, what does it mean? They didn't really show as far as I know, they didn't mention anything about that. They just said coming later this year. Uh, so it's not in iOS 17. Um, so, yeah, we don't know. I think that would be interesting, right? I was imagining like the little Apple logo dingus that you can put on your coffee table for every Apple event. Maybe you could hold up your phone and and look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that might look weird. Like Facebook has 3D has had 3D photos for a long time and they look super janky. Um, it just looks like uh a really bad 3d movie from 2007. Uh, and I, I imagine that it could look like that because, uh, you're not going to move your, you know, you don't have the same like envelopingness. And so I imagine that's why the layers look that way. It's easy to like look behind a layer and end up just like a gap. Um, cause you can, you can move your phone wherever you want to. Um, whereas in the vision pro, it's like, it's a, window in space so yeah i don't know i'll be curious to see if they do or not yeah i I would have to think it uses some of those ar features you know where it's where it is fixed in place but instead of seeing it wide on your visor it's just on your phone and you can walk into it or kind of move around it Um, i didn't think of that which could be cool you know and if it's a good idea yeah if it's one of those things where they make it so simple to shoot that kind of video where it's just like shooting a regular, you're kind of like live photos where it just does it. Boy, is that a great selling feature for the vision pro like, Hey, you know, the photos you've taken for the last year or the videos you've taken, guess what? They're all already spatial videos. Yeah. And I was thinking that of that whole vision pro presentation, the scene with the dad, viewing or no taking the the photo with the headset on was by far the most controversial thing (laughs) that people talked about and it would have been so easy for them to say um you could take them with the vision pro and with iphones coming later this year everyone knows there's an iphone coming later this year it's Mm -hmm. it's like I don't know. I'd be so curious to know why they didn't say that. Cause it, like, I get that there's a rule. We don't talk about future products, but rules are meant to be broken. And if there's ever, <laughs> and they do sometimes talk about future products, see the Mac pro and the vision pro. Um, and if there's ever time to break that rule, it'll be now everyone knows there's an iPhone every, as soon as everyone watched this, they're like, someday there's going to be an iPhone that does that, but no one thought that it would be soon. And it could have elided, turned that whole controversy into a plus just by saying, and come later this year, blah, 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 blah. Um, Maybe they weren't sure it was going to be later this year or something. (laughs) 
maybe i have to imagine that these things that by then it's pretty but but maybe not maybe there's yeah yeah right I could certainly believe that, you know, whatever the iPhone, and in fact, this is almost certainly true, right? Whatever the iPhone team was told this feature was for was not the Vision Pro. So maybe the two people didn't know that, you know, didn't know to make this connection and be able to actually promise that. Maybe the Vision Pro people right. don't know what's going to be in the next iPhone, which is kind of insane when you think about it. Um, I mean, it, it. you would think those have to be aligned because it makes too much that's like yeah we're going to put this very specific video type in our headset but you can only shoot it with this headset only five people are going to buy at launch because it costs a million dollars <laughs> um you know it's like it's like when 3d tvs came out and it's like that's cool but there's no 3d content for my 3d tv and so you, you have to think this is such a slam dunk concept my guess is in that vision pro launch they just wanted to stay focused on the headset and not distract with the phone and yeah. say we'll worry about it later but yeah um that's a a great idea. I'm, I'm very curious to see the implementation and you're right, how we use it on the phone. Um, Colby, I got to ask you, you seemed extremely jazzed about the action button. Oh, are you muted, Colby? Yeah, Colby, we cannot hear you. Oh, oh, oh. Well, maybe he pressed the action button and his was still set to uh, <laughs> it's the mute, mute. button. <laughs> <laughs> that is an action so and it's the default did you see oh. the um i don't know where this was where i saw this somewhere on social media someone showed like the settings page for configuring the action button have you seen this no i haven't it's like in the style of the mac trackpad thing where it's like here's a video of someone doing this and this it you have your phone and it sh it shows like, hey, the action button, here's a, here's a video of your phone. Here's a 3D model of your phone and you're configuring the action button, which is here. But then if you rotate the the phone, it rotates the the model as oh, wow. well. So it's like, you're, yep, you're going the right direction. It's over here, <laughs> which is pretty, I don't know. It's like somewhat overwrought, but a, but a really clever implementation. Now, I don't, did they mention at all? I didn't dig into this. Is the action button only a single tap or is there like a double tap, triple? It's like, is there more settings than it's just the single tap? It's only a single tap and you and you have to hold it, I read, for a little bit longer than just like what the wake lock button it. does. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, Colby's back. Sorry, some something happened with my hardware and then rivers like like for a second like everything disconnected and riverside was like oh you have no camera and then it came back but it said like oh you're recording you can't change your microphone so i i i don't know i had to leave and come back i'm back now i was trying to say that i feel torn about the action button because i really like the switch but also I really like the possibility of being able to make my buttons do something. You know, what do you like about the switch? I don't know. I just like, I, I'm a, I'm a fidgety person. So I like to, uh, the switch. It is fun some, to click. Yeah. It's, it's got some solid, solid clicking, uh, in lieu of anything else. I'll just sit on a plane or something and like, <laughs> <laughs> click, wow! Click my I would love yeah. to know the how much I've 
flicked the switch on this phone in a year, I would not be surprised if it was <laughs> under 50 times. Mm. Um, I mean, it is true that it's like the... Uh, I I flick it for like fidgety purposes, but I I don't think I've ever wanted the volume to be on. Maybe like twice where I was like, my watch yeah. was dead, but I was expecting a phone call. Yeah. Know. Or I'm trying to show someone... A video, videos on Instagram don't play unless you unmute it or something, but that's not true of YouTube videos and I don't understand why. So uh, that's what, that is the number one situation in which I flick it is I'm trying to show someone or myself a video with audio on Instagram specifically. Uh, But otherwise, there are definitely weeks that go by where I never touch it. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's under 50. Right. Yeah. So what I really want is I want to be able to pick what's on the action button, but also pick what's on the action button, depending on like what time it is or maybe yes. where I am. That would yes. be so cool. Yes. I, I'm so excited for lunatics to program this thing where it's yes. like, if it's under right. 60 degrees outside right. and I'm in Wyoming and uh, I'm wearing blue shoes. Then the button does X. Like I'm really hoping people just go nuts. Is that your skiing thing. button? Yes, exactly. Like <laughs> how cool would that be? Where you're like, when I'm on a mountain button, you should only do X. Like that is. Cool. I think you could do that with shortcuts, you and you can you configure could. a shortcut to to yeah be part of the action button. Well, that's that's what like I do that with shortcuts for my Apple Watch faces. Like they they change with me to accommodate my life oh interesting what are what do you do with those well like mostly i have like a nighttime apple watch face and like a morning time apple watch face and like a workday apple watch face and stuff and they just change themselves like i don't have to do anything i don't have to like super but what are the various shortcuts like what's a what's a morning shortcut what's a work shortcut uh, like, well, my my work one, like, will show my calendar, which is only only relevant to work for the most part. And like the like my oh, nighttime one. Right. Like my nighttime one has, you know, like it turns off all the lights in the house because there's like a, a little home shortcut thing to turn off. I get it. And like the thing there's like my alarm is like the the alarm like widget thing is in the top and. You know stuff like that so this is focus mode more than like heavy shortcut programming sure yeah or do you have to use shortcuts to to change the okay to change to change the focus mode right you make the watch face and then it you can use the shortcuts to switch the watch face oh okay that's the part i was missing cool but like the action button i would be thrilled to have an action button that was like i'm going to bed you know it's one one in the morning or whatever and like i have a whole apparatus to like turn all the lights off in the apartment from my watch but i would love to just hold down the button on my phone and have it do that but i don't need it to do that at you know noontime it's not relevant but i will say if you do go nuts programming the button the one thing i would ask them to add maybe just on the lock screen is a little icon next to the button saying what it does because mm. it sounds dumb but i'm gonna get confused and not and so it'd be great if i could just look at the lock screen and be like oh if i hold the button it's gonna turn off all the lights you know that sure i i would suggest that to sure. my friends at apple 
It's a good. I gotta run. Bonjour. That's hello. Goodbye, Dan. Enjoy. I'll I'll I'll, I'll catch up later. Yes, sir. (laughs) He left as soon as we move on to watches. Poor guy. He's missing out on all the fun. Uh, Anything else on the uh, on the uh, pro? Did are you upgrading? I will be upgrading. I still have the, you know, I like bought into the stupid monthly payment thing and it's hard to buy out of it. So, so I'll I'll be upgrading, (laughs) but I refuse to pay the $50 to like buy out the last like seven days of my contract. So I'm waiting. I can upgrade on September 20th. I'll be upgrading on that day. And you're going to be going for the pro? Totally. I think I, I want to get the blue one because it I my it looks kind of like the same blue as my MacBook Air. Beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's a it's an awesome color. I'm I'm surprised they didn't bring back the green. I liked the green. The green phone was awesome. Yeah, I did too. They'll add it. Give it like three months and a big announcement. It's now available in green. Right, and we'll right. all be mad. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, that's how they get you every time. Right. Well, seems like a great phone. I think, you know, uh, hmm? did you did you upgrade? Are you doing any? uh... No. So my phone is through my company. And so they pay they bought the phone. They bought it outright. uh, And so it is mine until I get an upgrade. Now, this is a 12. Probably got another year or two before an upgrade or I break it and then beg them to give me a newer one uh, because by default they still give out SEs Oof. which I don't even know if they make anymore uh, but I see people they still have a home button on them Colby it's embarrassing I can't live like that do they have like a box of them in a closet somewhere I, I, again they, they must be going to overseas or something to get them third world countries I'm not sure but I see to like our president of the company is like an iPhone SE I'm like we can do better this is shameful <laughs> Um, wow but i would i would love to upgrade at some point we'll see but someday keep an eye out for those uh how about some watches colby oh yeah Uh, we've got the series nine Oh, absolutely. Double tap, man. Let's do it. Uh, a Series 9 now with the S9 SIP uh, chip, 5.6 billion transistors. Uh, that means things like Siri requests are processing on the device. It also has that second generation ultra wideband chip uh, to help with uh, precision finding. It's also got a brighter display as bright as 2000 nits, which is double the maximum you could get in the Series 8. Uh, in addition to that, uh, it's got a double tap feature that lets you tap your index finger and thumb together to do things like answer a phone call. Now, we talked about the Vision Pro a little while ago. If you remember from that video, there was a lot of that. That, that was a key um, interface. Uh, and so now your watch will be able to do that, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, that is coming in a later software update in October. Um, the nine will be available in pink, starlight, silver, midnight, and product red with stainless steel versions and gold, silver, and graphite. Available for pre-order right now, um, starting at three ninety-nine. Uh, by the way, they also had a big environmental section in the announcement. Uh, they claim this watch is Apple's first carbon-neutral product when por- paired with the new Sport Loop band. Um, the company also said they will be getting away from leather products as well. Yeah, 
did they say how the double tap thing works? In terms of technically or in function? No, no, I mean, technically, like how how does it know that you're pinching? It's a good question. Assistive touch, uh, which is part of the sort of accessibility features, have actually been able to use that gesture for a while. So it's not new necessarily. Um, It's just new in terms of um, being rolled out as a major feature. I could just wildly guess and say it has to do with all the sensors in the watch, knowing that that sudden snap motion of you touching them. Um, But... Oh, I don't. Maybe it's like that's a, a good question. Thing where it can like tell. It's like the cadence. Now my question, because they said it's your index and your thumb finger, that was interesting. So I do wonder if it would work with your other fingers, and if so, then how would it? But the other thing I'm guessing is that the muscles in your wrist. Well, but there's only sensors in the watch, not the band. But I do wonder if you if it moves certain muscles, because mm. you can't do it on. It's only on the hand the watch is on. So right. Hmm. right. I just have a lot of questions. It sounds cool. <laughs> it just works, Colby. It just works. <laughs> right. I I I I got a new watch last year, so I'm not gonna upgrade. I'm not watch upgrading. But Laura got a new watch because her watch, the battery's been expiring. And she's very she has a watch that w- didn't have the always on display. Huh. Oh so yeah. She's, That's she's nice. very excited for the always on display. I don't know. Yeah, not not a revolutionary watch. I believe the rumors in the rumor mill say um, the next watch, Series 10, will see a much bigger uh, design change. So certainly an improvement, but nothing uh, ultra radical here. Ultra radical. Speaking of ultra uh, radical. Let's get ultra two. <laughs> the ultra sequel. Uh two. Uh, the Ultra has been upgraded and now has the new S9 system uh, chip, which has four core neural engines, as well as that second generation ultra wideband chip. Um, on the outside, uh, it's got an upgraded display rated for 3000 nits, 50% brighter than the original Ultra and the brightest they've ever put on a watch. They claims it will get 72 hours to a charge when the device is in low power mode. Um, it can now be used for recreational scuba diving as low as 40 meters, as well as free diving. Um, damn. That's, that's kind of it for hardware. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, there's dual frequency GPS, which is more precise, which has been added. Um, there are new band colors. Um, but that's about it. It's pretty straightforward. You know, it sounds cool. I don't think I'll ever own an Apple Watch Ultra. I'm just not very ultra. I will say I, I have seen one of these in person and they are huge. Uh, <laughs> and I, I I get big watch guys. And by the way, before tech, before smartwatches, regular watches were big. Rolexes were, you know, people were into big watches. Totally. But you got to be a big watch guy to be an ultra guy. It is noticeably huger um than than a traditional apple watch so not for everybody nice you know uh then we get to the ancillary announcements uh in addition to all of the iphones going usb-c 
The iPads were already USB-C. Uh, the AirPods Pro is switching to USB-C. Um, in addition to uh, it now shipping with a USB-C charging case, it's also now dust resistant, uh, the new AirPods Pro, which I guess if you get in a lot of dust, that's cool. Um, not really a problem I have. They'll also have... Um, You'll be able to charge, you'll be able to connect your AirPods Pro to your phone and charge your AirPods using your iPhone battery, which is kind of cool. Um, the other way. They also. That's what I'm trying to. It doesn't say. It probably does. But that would be good. I think. It no, would I mean, good. I don't even know how much. How much juice? How much more phone uh, you'd get out of that little thing? But <laughs> would be nice. Um, the uh, there's also a wired pair of earpods that you can get with USB C as well. Oh, weird! I didn't even. I it never occurred to me that they still sell wired earpods. Interestingly enough, they did not say the AirPods Max over ear headphones were getting the upgrade. Interesting. Not yet. Gasp. Yep. Uh, and then the only other relevant part of the announcement uh, that was interesting, Apple adding roadside assistance via satellite. Um, so we had talked before on the show about iPhone's uh, connection to satellites in the event of an emergency. Uh, now buying and activating a new iPhone 14 or 15 device will include two years of emergency SOS and roadside assistance for free. Uh, the services they connect you to are covered under AAA membership terms or available on a pay-per-use basis. Um, if you have car trouble, uh, you're locked out of your vehicle, you're out of gas, a flat tire, um, you'll basically be asked a series of text prompts because it can't make a call over a satellite, um, but you'll be connected with AAA through Apple's call center Um and then they'll get your location and be able to come out and help. If you're a AAA member, you won't be charged. Otherwise, you will be charged on a per-use basis. Nice. That sounds useful. As a person whose car recently broke down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly, like that's... Mass, mass pike outside of Boston. <laughs> So much more use. I, no, no offense. I love the emergency rescue me stuff, but way more likely my car is going to break down. That's such a great use for that feature. Um, yeah. You're right, especially when you when there's less worse cell coverage than you realized in certain places in America. Right. I feel like I feel like highway like highway driving too is like the sort of least expected but most likely place that your phone just doesn't work randomly. Yep. Absolutely. And the place where you're going to hopefully get a nice clear sky um, totally. to be able to track a satellite. Right. They had to cut all the trees down. <laughs> For the satellites. Um, <laughs> yeah. So a nice little feature. Uh, no charge to you. Yeah. Wow. Although it's interesting that they keep saying on all these devices, the first two years are free. And I don't believe I could be wrong but i don't think they've said what it will cost after two years is done because it's the service has only existed for a year right um right so i'm curious what that'll end up being maybe they just don't know or maybe it'll just be they'll change your mind it'll be free forever i'm not sure yeah 
Um, maybe they're trying to find out like how much, you know, statistically how often this actually gets used by people. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll do that thing where they test different price points to squeeze the most out of us. Um, when we're desperate for these things. (laughs) Right. I wonder if you can, uh, pay to upgrade via satellite too. (laughs) Oh, that would be cool. Stranded on a mountain. Actually, surge pricing. And then they take their 30% cut on your flat tire and they're laughing all the way to the bank. All right. Um, that's that's pretty much everything Apple announced. Not the most ground shaking uh, event on the planet, but certainly some new things for people to go out and spend their hard earned money on. Colby, any last thoughts on the big Apple event? No, I'm excited for USB-C. I'm kind of excited for the button. I thought it was a. I guess it's not that exciting of an event, but I thought it was a good one. There were some some nuggets. Everything had something cool. Yeah, for me, it wasn't bad. I mean, I would I would definitely agree with you. I think the. There's definitely some stuff to be excited about if you're in the market for new hardware, but I also don't think there was anything where it's like, I have to upgrade, you know, sure. um, yeah. which is fine. They can't, you know, break ground every year. I mean, I think the big thing last time around was the dynamic island, which I don't think has really been a a ground shaking addition to the <laughs> iPhone line. It, it, it's a, not quite as bad as touch bar, but I do feel it's kind of like not the most thrilling thing. I feel um, like, yeah, but that's I okay. Feel like, I feel like the dynamic island, they could have just not made a big deal out about it and it would have had the same amount of impact on my life. It's not like not useful. Like I, I like it right. well enough. Like I like when, you know, whatever the thing I'm listening to has the little like dingus at the top. The, the famous Apple dingus. Right. Right. Gotta have your ding guy. Uh, the other thing I will mention is that iOS 17 is now available for iPhone uh, and iPad. Um, Mac Sonoma uh, will be coming out, I believe, later this week for download. Um, and just a friendly reminder to folks out there, some iOS 17 features you could be using right now if you had upgraded. Standby um, when it's uh, mounted on a MagSafe charger. Interactive widgets are now available. Um, your contact poster uh, that will show up on everybody's screen when you call them. Uh, make sure you do that. Your uh, live voicemail, where it's coming up on your screen, stickers. Uh, you can... Uh, I'm really excited. I'm going to circle back next week and report back the new AirPods features, act the um, adaptive audio mode, conversation awareness, automatic device switching is supposed to be better. Really excited about those. So I, so I just updated my phone just finished updating. I didn't remember that it was uh, <laughs> it was today. Until, I didn't either. Right. Until the show. The good news. I is just did mine. Uh, yeah. The show. Yeah. Me too. Because we're good tech journalists. <laughs> it's all breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally happening in real time 
Yeah. Uh, we'll report a day late and a dollar short next week <laughs> with our reviews of iOS 17. Uh, anything else you'd like to uh, share or talk about, uh, Mr. Colby? Uh, not, no, not on Apple things. We could. Oh, I have a pick if we, we could do picks for old time's sake. I love it because I have an anti-pick. Oh, an anti-pick. Which is rare. I don't know that you have. I don't think I've ever done an anti-pick. I've done some anti-picks. You've done a few, and I got to join. So uh, while you're putting that into the spreadsheet, um, I talked, la- it's an update on last week. Last week I talked about Duncan Spiked, if you remember. There's spiked iced teas. Well, Colby, I tracked down the Duncan Spiked coffees. Who did he? Uh, nice. And oh. they come in four varieties, original, vanilla, caramel, and mocha. And Colby, just one of the most upsetting things I've ever put in my mouth hole. Uh, it was uh, undrinkable. It was uh, it was barely coffee flavored, had an odd taste to it, mm-hmm. wasn't particularly sweet nor savory, uh, super artificial, and it just tasted bad. So my anti-pick this week is Duncan Spiked Coffee. The iced teas are good. Do not waste your money on the coffees. They are horribly unpleasant and a bad idea. Mm. That's a shame, though perhaps unsurprising. You know, they never stopped. What, what, I'm just going to repeat that phrase. I never get right. Uh, they never thought stopped to think whether or not they <laughs> should. They were so preoccupied whether or not they could. Something <laughs> like that. Right. Um, Colby, what, what, do you, what do you have here? Mine's a podcast. Uh, the, this is, I don't know, you don't remember Reply All, that podcast. Mm-hmm. People liked it. I liked it at, for a time. And then they like, I don't know, it's all kinds of weird. They like lost a lot of steam, I think. But, but one of the Reply All people has a new podcast called Search Engine that is very, it's very like the beginning of Reply All kind of random uh not like too produced but like produced it's a nice podcast they talk about interesting things uh if you liked reply all you will probably like this this podcast it's it's basically the same but it's good uh so if you're looking for a new podcast where people talk at you this is a good option it's called search engine with pj vote it's great I will say uh, the topics seem extremely interesting just based on the titles. So um, yeah. things I would like the answers to. It's a, uh, they seem very like everything seems quite varied, but they're, they've all, it's been interesting since I've been watching. I think when did I started? The first one I listened to was the one that was what's going on with Elon Musk. It was like a history of Elon Musk becoming crazy on the internet. Uh, and I didn't, I haven't listened to anything before that. But it seems like there's a lot. More. This is great. It's like 10 episodes before that. Yeah. I will say uh, search engine with PJ Voigt sounds like if chat GPT made up a podcast. Um, totally. But yeah, <laughs> it's real though. But I uh, mean, maybe chat GPT is doing I, it. 
Maybe PJ is PJ Boyd like an anagram for ChatGPT? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, no, that's great. Search engine with PJ Voigt. Check it out wherever you can podcast. Cool. I do have to tell you a quick story before we wrap up here. You will appreciate this. I uh, last week after we recorded the pod, so this was on Tuesday. We did the show on Monday. On Tuesday, I was in a meeting at work talking about marketing for a new product of ours. And one of the things we want to do is show projects that use the product, both in the construction phase and in the finished beautiful phase. And we were talking about how to do that. Um, and how to present it. And I, this is no joke. I said to the guy who was projecting up on the screen, running the meeting, I said, go into a browser and type in for me, brr.fyi. <laughs> and he opened up the Antarctica blog. And I said, click on a post. And, I, and he started to scroll. And I said, listen, I think this, I was introduced to this from a friend. I think this is one of the best uh, put together blogs I've ever read in terms of the mix of pictures to text in terms of uh, the flow of it, in terms of the readability, we should strive for this. And everyone in the meeting was like, yeah, Sean, this is this is great. First of all, they're like, I want to read this. And then they're like, you're totally right. This is a great, ours should be like this. And I was like, that's my man, Colby, man. So it, it, it just worked perfectly. That's awesome. I'm glad, glad to share. That making me I can't up. take credit for the blog. I just <laughs> saw it on the internet. It was, a, it's a great. Well, that, well, they're like, where'd you find this? We're like, how would you even know about this? I'm like, we did a whole episode on it. Are you kidding me? This is great. Uh, but it was just such perfect timing the next day. I'm like, we literally just talked about this. Yes. Uh, so good job. You nailed it. Nice. Nice. I'll take um, it. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us here. We're going to wrap it up. Dan, long since departed. It is now our time to go. So with that, our website, of course, is don'tpanic.io. You should go there and check that out. Uh, all the past episodes are there, including our Antarctica, our Antarctica episode from last week um, was an awesome one. Uh, and of course, you subscribe wherever you get podcasts. The audio is on all the apps and the video is on YouTube. And I will say next week, uh, Colby, I believe it's going to be just me and you, I think, because uh, Dan is out of town. We're going to reveal the results of our fantasy football challenge. We've already played the first week. I won't say who won or who lost. I will say one person blew out the other two. Um, (laughs) And we got another week to play. So it's time for redemption for those two losers. I won't say who. um, Who couldn't stand up to the football expert of the show. Again, we won't say who that is. (laughs) Um, But you're definitely going to want to come back and hear the stories behind that. Um, including how my entire family who's been playing this app for years uh, all scored less than the winner this week um, who just picked that random. So uh, yeah, so you're going to want to come back for that. Uh, But until then, he's Colby and I'm Sean. We appreciate you being here. And we're going to see you next time for another great episode of Don't Panic. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.